Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown, and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, what's been on my mind is um, is really following a conversation I had um, with one of the latest apprentices, and you're going to hear a little bit from the apprentices later in the program. And uh, I, we had a call, I think it was almost two hours, probably plus or minus two hours, uh, late last week. And I know that it had an impact on them, and it certainly left uh, a mark and an impact on me as well. And it's all, you know, it was really around the topic of uh, some, doing something that's bigger than ourselves. And now and again, you just you just get those types of conversation, um, and it happens a lot in this uh, in this business because it genuinely is an opportunity to to make big change. Uh, this, this is not the only way to make big change, but it's certainly one way. And uh, so I wanted to talk about that a little bit today. I have my own story and I have a few references as well that I'd like to to maybe share. And um, it isn't necessarily the same for everyone. This isn't an everyday conversation, uh, but it does come around now and again, um, maybe with a full moon, <laughs> that sort of timeline, where you have these sort of deep, meaningful, uh, impactful conversations with people. So let me illustrate the point. So the conversation on Friday, I was talking to one of my apprentices, one of my mentees, and we're having the conversation because they're on the program that we're working through. We're we're roughly two months into a just over three-month program. And there was something new that came up into their thought process, which they put down into into writing. Um, We we go through a, a bit of a process of improving on a business plan over the period of the program. Um, usually concentrated in the first part of the program. And uh, and this lady had basically uh, talked about developing a fund and, and not really heard about that before uh, in our previous conversations. Uh, see, sometimes some things, you know, that happen, part of my role really is to is to test people's, um, you know, goals and make sure that they're viable, but also, you know, get them to dig deep within and uh, and really find what really motivates them. And it turns out this uh, this lady has a goal to develop a fund, which would actually be a community based fund. Uh, let's call it a community a community case. Uh, excuse me, community based self build fund. That's why it's hard to say. Uh, whereby people can actually not just get housing, uh, but actually create and contribute to building the homes themselves, but with the assistance of other people in the community. So. It's um, you know it's pretty pretty classical sort of uh, community based housing. Uh, everyone learns a skill if you like and mucks in uh, to be able to build the, these homes. They will live in them afterwards. They will pay for them. But they won't necessarily buy them outright. There'll be maybe a rent payment or something of that order, uh, and then it will be self sustaining, self fulfilling, um, you know, standalone type of thing. So, the fund that she had in mind was about a hundred million pounds, and that's what really got my attention because where did that come from? So we're having this conversation, and um, here's the thing. This is where it came from. It was um, it was a thought, a seed germ of an idea that that cropped up with her roughly 20 years ago when she was studying a master's. She said, and um, it it just hasn't left her. And that's always a good sign, a good indication that perhaps there's a, a deeper purpose that's lying within, because uh, it won't leave you alone. 
Trust me, I know this. And so we're having this conversation and uh, this has now appeared on, on the business plan. Of course, we're talking about it. How can this be possible? How can you go about this? Uh, of course, it's uh, something bigger than herself, quite quite obviously, because it's, uh, it's about providing community-based housing, providing access to skills, providing this ecosystem. Uh, and it's very laudable. Uh, definitely beyond uh, her own, you know, needs. Let's say that it's it's you know giving back into this into society, giving back into the community, and um, you know we're just having this conversation, really talking about it. And she was talking about how um, I challenged her, um, and that often happens through this process. You know, when you start to talk to other people who you can trust um, to share your innermost you know thoughts with, as, as it were. And maybe say those things that uh, maybe you haven't said. In fact, the other thing that really struck me about it, she said she hadn't vocalised this uh, this goal, this vision, for those twenty years. It's the first time she'd actually uttered the words out loud to anyone else, rather than keeping it within her own mind, her own her own head, and her own thoughts. And um, that's that's part of this process, really. You get to talk to someone where you can uh, share this sort of thing and test it. You know, does it make sense? <laughs> am, I, am I really, you know, barking up the wrong tree here, or um, is this is there something in this? And you know, in all honesty, we talked it through because um, I think it's brilliant the the vision. Uh, I think it's great that it's been with her for so long, i.e., that it hasn't left her. Of course, it, you know, she hasn't actually started fully to implement that yet. I'm sure she is working towards that in other ways, but it's not been a dedicated or focused thing. Um, so we're talking through that um, in a very safe environment. And in all honesty, I thought it was a fantastic idea. And I am now her cheerleader, cheerleader rather. And so I'm very supportive of the idea. And, um, you know, I hasten to add, it won't be easy by any stretch of the imagination, um, you know, to achieve uh, the goals that she's setting out for herself with this vision. Um, but, you know, to some extent, it's a calling, I think. Um, that's what I understood from really talking to her and getting to know her. So it's rough, roughly a couple of hours conversation. We're supposed to talk about a range of other things, but we actually spent so long talking about this vision. And, you know, that's what it does to you. It, you know, it, it's, it's deep. Uh, it can spark you into different uh, direction of thought that perhaps you had rather than the, you know, the regular routine of I want a property portfolio to, you know, replace my income or provide for my retirement or even leave as a legacy for my own family, which, by the way, is something bigger than ourselves. So you don't have to have a hundred million pound fund as a goal uh, for it to be, um, you know, valuable at all. But um, you know, providing for someone else, including your own family, improve, uh, sorry, including the next generation, is also something bigger than ourselves. And that's where I'm going with this whole theme today. So that was that was one example. And give you another example: a previous apprentice program. There was a gentleman there who uh, I call him a gentleman. He's a young man, and um, his vision is to develop a fund. Again, sounds familiar here, doesn't it? But in this case, it's to support um, athletes who wouldn't otherwise gain access to elite funding programs. And um, we started talking about, well, what would make a difference? And really, we started to quantify that in terms of how many people he could support, what sort of funding level it would need to support them, and over how long. And we came up with a number, effectively, that would, uh, in today's prices, you know, do you know, make the difference that he's looking to achieve. And it would be around about 60 million. <laughs> These are big numbers, 100 million, 60 million. Um, and, in, and in the second person's case, that would be, um, uh, or, you know, you could imagine it'd be a lifetime's work, potentially, um, if he's going to build the money for, you know, himself and his own net worth. 
of course, as, you know, we start to think laterally once we have these lofty goals. So does it have to be our own, um, you know, net worth? Does it have to be a, you know, a giving pledge type of uh, territory that we need to head into? Well, the answer is no. You know, just like uh, with property, we can leverage other people's money to buy a property. We can leverage other people's money to help us with um, these sorts of goals. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you know that that all that money needs to come from us and that needs to be our net worth. It's uh, it can be a foundation, it can be a fund, it can be a collective effort. So it's a second example, and that was that was something that happened a little while ago. Um, and um, a, a, another example is somebody I work you know very closely with with, with my business has a goal to support people, um, gain access to housing, which they wouldn't otherwise have, a, a tenant buyer model, uh, which kind of breaks the mold a bit, really. Uh, as an investor, usually what we want to do is own the asset, retain that asset, uh, derive an income from it, and obviously enjoy all the fruits of uh, capital growth as well. Uh, wealth creation, classic wealth creation. But uh, this particular person, their goal was to you know, provide access to housing, which you know, was not necessarily uh, open to certain people. So tenant buyer or that kind of uh, thought process was uh, was her model, um, and and that's what uh, she was setting out to do. Uh, there's there's a number of reasons now where that's not quite as attractive as it perhaps was. Taxation being one of them, um, so uh, she needs a little bit of a rethink. But another you know laudable goal, another you know something bigger than ourselves goal uh, that she had. And I really just wanted to um, sort of finish this part with uh, my own examples because, um, and, and I guess in my, own, in my own case, I can talk about the journey. I can talk about uh, the, the illustration, if you can imagine, of climbing a mountain. So we're going to climb a mountain. We're going to set off at this mountain. Now, we might know where the peak is, 100 million fund, 60 million fund, you know, tenant, certain number of tenant buyers, um, you know, that need to be served or want to be served through, through whatever means. That's if we know the peak. Sometimes we're climbing an amount, a mountain and it's, uh, it's foggy, uh, the clouds are low, we can't see the peak, but we, we're determined to climb this mountain anyway. And uh, I know I'm using a strong metaphor here, but hopefully you get my point. But one, maybe what we can see is the first, uh, you know, base camp that we need to get to. We can, we can see that ahead of us and that's where we're making a path to. When ultimately we're climbing a mountain and we're going to go up in stages from base camp to base camp um, as we go. But of course, here's the thing. Once we get to, say, base camp one on this mountain adventure that I'm now taking you along with me, um, we get a different vantage point. And that's what happened in my case. So I started out with, you know, relatively, I won't call it totally selfish, but uh, self-interested goal to uh, plug a hole in my pension. Uh, I wanted to plug a hole in my pension to provide for my family uh, and, and, you know, my, my, my wife and I in retirement. And that was my goal. So it was still bigger than myself, but it just wasn't a, a really big goal. But guess what? Once I got to base camp one and I'd fixed the hole in my pension, I had a different vantage point. I could see something. Um, you know, I could see base camp two at that point. So I set my sights, if you like, on uh, on that one. And that was, uh, you know, becoming financially free, financially independent, actually. Uh, so I didn't have to work again. And indeed, same with my wife, so that she didn't have to work again. So freeing ourselves from, you know, the corporate chains, freeing ourselves from the matrix or the rat race or the hamster wheel, whichever analogy you want, became the next goal. And it was still bigger than myself because it was you know, extended, obviously, to, to my wife as well. Anyway, set off on that path and guess what? Reach base camp two, uh, achieve that particular goal, 
then I had a different vantage point again. Bearing in mind here, we can't see the peak at this point in time. It's clouded uh, over and it's foggy. So set my sights on uh, on base camp three. Uh, base camp three then became, you know, um, a certain lifestyle and supporting our family and a couple of generations, you know, beyond us that we could leave uh, a legacy to. So here we go, set off towards base camp three. That's what we can see ahead of us. Still can't see the peak at this point. Reach base camp three, achieve that particular goal. And, um, you know, we know that it, just by time, it will achieve the, the, the sort of goals that we set ourselves. But guess what? Once we've got to base camp three in this example, now it doesn't matter how many base camps there are, it's just, just for illustration purposes. But once we got to uh, base camp three, I could see the peak. And the peak in this particular case was a peak that I could always see within. Uh, because in my own case, so I'm, I'm in my mid-50s now, but in my 30s, I always had this, this vision, this dream of, uh, of developing a foundation, uh, loosely calling it a help foundation. And reason is help spell something out. It's housing, entrepreneurship, learning, and poverty. Uh, and poverty is closely aligned to uh, to debt as well. So um, that's always been on my heart, and it won't leave me alone. Just going full circle back to the first illustration that I talked about um, today, it won't leave me alone. Um, it just it was with me the whole time. Uh, it was kind of bugging me, but you know, I I had limited limiting beliefs. I could see I had limiting vision. I could only see base count one. I only thought I had the capability of getting to base camp one. But as I'm climbing this mountain, base camp by base camp, I could see a different vision as I was, as I was progressing. And that's what happens to us as we go along this journey. You know, we, we realize that we're capable of much more and we start to believe in ourselves. We start to see further than we probably could have seen before. So uh, I went from base camp one, plugging a hole in my pension to base camp two, which is financial independence, to base camp three, which is financial freedom, essentially living this uh, this lifestyle and also providing uh, a legacy for our own family. That was already bigger, but something bigger than ourselves by that point. But then I could see the peak. And in my case, it was this foundation. Um, I know I need a certain net worth to uh, realize the uh, the dream of my foundation and to help, help a certain number of people, literally with the uh, acronym I came up with. Uh, I needed a certain sum of money to get to that particular point. And uh, that's what I'm striving for. And that's that's the other thing. When uh, the going gets tough, and I've had some tough moments over the last year in particular, uh, well, I think we all are right now, obviously, with coronavirus, et cetera, and the fallout from that. But I'd had a, a bit of a knock last year um, as well. And um, it's what keeps you going. This is the fuel that keeps you going. This is the drive, the inner fire, if you like, that keeps you going. Because to be honest with you, Having reached base camp three, I definitely had enough. <laughs> we definitely had enough. We could lead the lifestyle that we wanted to live, uh, lead. We didn't have to do any more. We didn't have to push any harder. And yet something inside of me, there was a flame inside of me that would not go out. It was burning brightly and it was, you know, just driving me forward. Uh, why was this? Why could I not stop? My wife even said to me at one point, we have enough. Why don't you just stop this? <laughs> Why do you sort of put yourself through what you're putting yourself through? And um, the answer was, I have this vision. I have this purpose. Uh, and it's something that's bigger than me. And that's what's driving me forward. So the the the, the point of today's message is, is not that you have to have these massive visions. Um, you know, there's there's no judgment here. Um, if pe- you've got a more simplistic vision um, and it is more of a self-interested one, let's say, there's no judgment. That's okay. There's no problem in that. But I think, you know, sometimes within us, there is something bigger. 
There is a flame that won't go out. There is a burning desire that won't leave us alone. And some of the clues to that are it stays with us for a period of time. Um, if you feel that there's something inside of you that's burning, that won't leave you alone, that's kind of bugging you, if you like, maybe you've got one of those kind of visions within you. Because uh, I think, you know, we, I read a book many years ago. Uh, it was called Seeds of Greatness. And it talks about that some people, you know, um, have this seed that grows within us. Some, some of us have it thrust upon us, if you like, this greatness. But um, I believe we all have a bit of greatness that's within us and we can actually push on to the next level. So whether you can see the peak of the mountaintop, like uh, the, the first three people perhaps that I illustrated in, um, in, in the example, uh, albeit that it was a little bit dormant, certainly with one of those people to begin with, or whether you're a little bit like me and perhaps you just can see base camp one, um, and just rest in the knowledge that you can you can climb the mountain base camp by base camp, whether you can see the peak or whether you just can see the next base camp, the next milestone that you need to reach, because it is possible. And when you get to a different vantage point, you see the world differently. You're a different person. This is crucial. You're a different person once you've got to that point in time. You have more capability because you've reached that point at the mountain. You have better vision because the, the sight ahead of you is clear. The path ahead of you is clearer. And so I would encourage you just to dig deep, um, find you know your inner purpose, if you like. And even if, you know, if the bigger purpose is top of the mountain or whether it's base camp one, it doesn't matter. Just have it within you is, is my message for you today. And um, it's a message of hope, really, and inspiration, despite difficult times. I think um, during difficult moments like recessions, you know, people are made. People actually, you know, even if you're going through a hard time, you can turn it around. If you're starting out, you can make it happen. I just want to share that story with you because um, the conversation I had on Friday really stuck with me. It just wouldn't leave me alone over the weekend. And I uh, just thought, well, this is what I want to share with you today. Um, again, I didn't have, uh, this is unscripted. I don't have any uh, text here to share with you. I just wanted to share those stories. So with, with that very much in mind, what I wanted to do now is queue up a little bit of a feedback session uh, with the latest apprentices on the TPV Apprentice Program. They're just going to share with you uh, 64 days in, if you like, where they're at, uh, where they've had any aha or breakthrough moments. And you're going to hear for yourself that there's at least one which sounds a bit familiar to what I've been talking about now. So I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy that and I'll just come back in a minute to wrap up. Well, here we are. It's 64 days into the latest uh, TPV or the Property Voice Apprentice program. Uh, we've had a very interesting call and a special guest on the uh, program uh, on the call today who shared all about going full-time in property and perhaps we'll hear a few words from, from Ian as well as we wrap up. But the familiar voices, the four people are on the Apprentice program the usual drill, we're just going to go around the table, get a little bit of feedback, just a quick summary about them and what they're aiming to achieve, how they're aiming to achieve it, and maybe some learnings or, or insights that they've had uh, throughout the program or, you know, to get to this stage of the program so far. So without further ado, Monica, would you like to lead us off? Hello, everyone. My name's Monica. Um, my major goal or objective of coming on the program was to shift my um, existing HMO portfolio towards something a lot more passive, uh, significantly more passive, actually. Um, in terms of my aha moment, uh, you know, since the last um, review, well, um, it's been really looking 
within myself, not just about the financial, my financial goals really, but why I'm here, what I want to achieve on a, on a personal level and, and in terms of my own contribution really to um, my community, which means a lot to me. Um, I've always had within me a goal to um, develop a community housing scheme. It's always been something for probably 20 years. It's been right from my university days, dropped in me really. Um, and uh, I think in my discussions with Richard, we've really been able to uh, uh, tap on that really. And um, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm going to give birth to. Um, and it's mainly about just providing sustainable housing for people that they themselves build and develop and it replicates itself really. So that's been very important um, in the last uh, month or so that uh, I've been grappling with. So yeah, it's been, um, um, yeah, it's been, it's been progress for me personally. Very challenging, no doubt, but progress. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Thank you, Monica. I was wondering if you're going to introduce the word challenging. Um, <laughs> In that summary, but we had a we had a very extensive and deep conversation in our last one to one. I'm really pleased that you shared that. Um, this experience isn't just about money; it's about lives and purpose and lifestyle and you know uh, other things much more beyond that. So um, I'm really pleased to hear you share that, and I'm looking forward to see that unfold. So thanks, Monica. Really appreciate that. Thank and, you. Um, next up, we have uh, we have Daniel. Hi everyone. I'm uh, Daniel, based in Bolton, Greater Manchester. Um, a quick outline for my goals was to do one commercial conversion every six months and to get the future grandkids and kids into private education. I was previously doing this using my own cash, uh, but with help from Richard and the other apprentices, I'm going to obtain finance to double up my conversions in order to do two every six months. So at the breakthrough moment, I'd say, is the goals... The goals that we've had have been clearly structured in order to, to really home in on them, just to make sure that you definitely get them done, you know, which is, it's been brilliant for me. And also the resources that we've had helping out on finding deals and, you know, well, things like that, really. In fact, just help massively. Well, thank you, Richard. You're welcome. You're welcome, Daniel. I've really enjoyed it too. I think you've got a massive thirst for knowledge. And um, it's always a pleasure because every time we, we get together, uh, I've got a massive long checklist of things, of resources to send your way if we haven't come off in the call. But um, it's, been, it's been great just to watch that growth and, uh, and to see those goals being really taking shape. We appreciate yeah. it. No problem. Thanks for Thank that. you again. No worries. And uh, next up we have Silvana. Hi there, I'm Silvana. Uh, at this stage of the program, I have a more uh, clear path that I want to follow. And mainly my attention uh, is concentrated on putting in place an action plan uh, by uh, defining my strategy with, uh, to start with is going to be uh, flips and then uh, setting up my targets and my KPIs. And uh, then I'm working on building my team already. And um, obviously, I'm also um, sharing um, the group calls and the webinars, and um, I'm trying to um, um, learn from my uh, team buddies. And um, 
And also I'm educating myself uh, with obviously this training and all uh, the stuff that is available and um, books as well. And um, I just want to be ready as soon as the, the occasion uh, comes up. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks, Sylvani. I think uh, we, you said earlier yourself, didn't you, that you feel like a sponge and um, with so much you know, knowledge and information to take in. Um, but actually, just to reflect back to you, you've already learned a lot and you've already taken so many uh, massive strides, I, I would say, in terms of you know, taking control and ownership of your future. Um, it's not an easy thing that you've done. You know, you, you're working full time in this area. You've got a couple of twin strategies flips and you know uh, investor services for example and you're already you know well on the way to putting the foundations in place to underpin those and we're only 64 days in so uh, you know it's amazing to see that growth and that confidence you know blossoming in, in you i've really enjoyed it thank you you're welcome sylvana thank you so much and uh, i guess that leaves us with with martin then Hi everyone, I'm Martin. I live in London and my goal from the program is to replace my consulting income from my full-time job. Principally, that will be initially through HMOs and topping up the properties that I already have. And at this stage of the game, my one-to-ones and the areas I've been focused on getting more knowledge in are working on my area analysis. Where will I like to buy my next properties? Uh, should I do that myself or should I engage a sourcer to get more specific and use their expertise and knowledge in that area rather than using a lot of my time, which is quite precious because I'm still working full time. And also Richard sent me some commercial finance assessment tools, which are more relevant to commercial type finance, which HMOs would be as opposed to normal buy-to-let mortgages, for example. So I'm digging into that. There's quite a lot there to digest, and I look forward to working with Richard on the next steps. Brilliant. Thanks, Martin. And I think equally, I've actually learned from you as well, by the way. Uh, This isn't just a one-way street. I think um, your your grasp of, like, personal finance in general, uh, I'm, I'm envious of, you know, we were chatting briefly. Someone was saying, don't invest in an asset class. But specifically, Ian was talking about don't invest in an asset class if you don't understand it. And I know that you've got a real wide grasp of uh, different asset classes, and it's been interesting to learn from you as well in that regard. So thanks for giving as well as uh, participating in this program. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome. So we have a, we have a new uh, voice, which is uh, Ian, who's yet again joined us on the Apprentice Programme and has shared some amazing insights during the course of this call today. But Ian, i just hand over to you if you want to say a few words at all. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Um, yeah, so once again, I've had the uh, privilege to share my uh, little story and uh, my experience and uh, knowledge with uh, the new Apprentice Group. And um, yeah, everybody here has got... Uh, different backgrounds and uh, pursuing different strategies in property and got different personalities and they're all in different places on their uh, journey. But uh, it's great to see people working together and sharing their experiences and uh, helping each other. And I think that's the sort of, that's the enduring value really of this uh, apprentice program. And uh, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing them all develop and 
grow under Richard's guidance and with each other's um, encouragement uh, in the future. Brilliant. Thanks, Ian. Well, thanks once again for your share earlier. And in fact, my key word here with this is sharing because I think you, you're a very giving person. Um, part of probably the entry requirements of getting into my community is that you need to be kind of a giving person in some respect. Um, we can give in different ways, of course, but you've been very generous in giving your you know, experience and the knowledge that you've had. And um, I really, really value the contribution that you've, you've provided to this group and to other groups as well. So thanks, Ian. I really appreciate that. Thank you. So there you go. There's 64 days in. Um, there's a few rel relieved looking people having shared again uh, this latest update. It's not always the most comfortable thing, but it's also part of our personal growth, of course, is to, is to you know, even in a small way, it's a little platform, isn't it? So we're just growing, you know, each day that goes by. We'll have another one of these in approximately a, a month's time. And hopefully you'll be able to monitor and hear yourself that the progress that people have been making through what is a relatively short period of time. Of course, this 100-day program. But I'm enjoying this. Thanks so much for, you know, your contribution, your participation, all of you. Um, it's a pleasure and delight to see the growth and the change and the transformation. Um, and, and what I really get a kick out of is just to see the realization that you can actually achieve all that you want to achieve in life. And uh, as Ian alluded to, it's different uh, for different people, but we can still come together, we can collaborate, we can contribute, we can support one another in a program like this. So it's a pleasure to have you. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate that. There you go. Um, I really enjoyed this uh, session. You probably hear there was a lot more interaction uh, between the chats and I've obviously got to know the apprentices really well over the, the couple of months that we've been working together. And we were joined by Ian, who was very generous in the time and the knowledge and the experience that he's uh, shared with the apprentices too. And it's fascinating to see the growth and the development and the progress uh, of the apprentices over the course of this program. And it's really really inspiring to me, to be honest. Um, I'm learning from them as much as they're learning from me. This is not a one-way street. Obviously, I've been, you know, in this game a little while now, and hopefully I can pass on my knowledge and my experience to them to help them along the way. But hopefully you're getting a bit of a fly on the wall insight as well into their progress, their development. You can see or you can hear the uh, differences in their goals, perhaps, and the way they're going to go about things. But there's a common thread. There are some shared values or shared principles that they hold. Um, it's part of the, how you get onto the program like this, because it's not just, it's not for everyone, that's for sure. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think they're enjoying it. I'm looking forward to sharing with you the, the next update will be in approximately a month's time. Hopefully you're getting some value out just listening to that uh, and maybe some inspiration, maybe some hope and maybe some encouragement to start your own mountain climb. Who knows? But there we go. The show notes are going to be over the website, thepropertyvoice.net. If you want to speak to me, uh, you can email me podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. I'd be very happy to hear from you. There's also a phone number on the website if you want to give me a call. I'm doing quite a lot of uh, lives as well at the moment, Wednesday, lunchtime live. Uh, you'll find the link in the show notes if you want to join in with that during the lockdown period. Uh, it's just a way for people in the community to get together. We have a you know interesting number of people in the community, people sort of who listen into the podcast, so join in with that too. But I guess all that remains to be said is thank you very much for listening once again this week. Until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's ciao, ciao. 
Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.